This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by poppyapparel.com. Tis the season, it is now officially November, so it's... Pure, full Christmas mode everywhere in every store, wherever you... It's like they have some kind of special, I don't know, fucking... Not, what, am, what am I thinking of? Like those... Not see-through plain glasses, but the opposite. Like mirrors, I guess. Yeah, it would probably be mirrors. Yeah, and this is off to a great start. Anyways, I got a nice story because my guest actually flopped on me. So if I'm a little bit um, scatterbrained, it's because I'm a bit pissed because my, uh, my first no-show of over 100 episodes has finally happened. So bear with me, people. So Christmas season is around the corner, like I was trying to say. And if you want to buy something nice for your loved one who just happens to be a woman in your life, go to poppyapparel.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. You'll get 10% off. It's free shipping worldwide. If you want to help me out directly, go to wehavemerch.com. I have a merch section there under store. I have black and white women's tees, black and white men's tees, black and white mugs. So help me out that way. Listen to the show every Sunday on EMZT Radio. They have a podcast block with a few other podcasts on there. I'm usually on between four and five, I think. And obviously the usual suspects. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and go to podbros.com. I am part of their network. You can listen to the show there as well. You can listen to a bunch of other shows as well, too. But most importantly, if you shop at Amazon, click on their Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge. Helps them out. Helps me out. All right. <clears throat> usually around this time is when I introduce my guests and I usually have something nice to say but I'm not going to say who flaked out because I'm not that type of person let's just say he's well known in the theater and um, movie business and he kind of fucked me over so to speak so let's leave it at that maybe he'll come on in the future maybe he won't I don't know personally I don't care because I think I obtained the services of a way better guest that will provide more laughs and more entertainment all the way from over the pond half of the Gato 5 wrestling podcast is here which half is the better one? I guess we'll see after this episode. But this week, I have a very injured and drugged up, which should be fun, Max. Hey, what's going on, bud? What's up, my friend? Thank you for 
helping me out last minute, literally. Oh, you're fine. Well, it was going to, let, let's be honest, he was probably going to be a bit shit anyway, so let's do some actual proper entertainment and uh, do this properly. All right. All shit talking aside, we'll leave it at that. We'll let the, guess, uh, the listeners guess who it is. You probably will never guess, but it <laughs> doesn't matter anyways. So what's up, man? Yeah. I just finished saying well, you're you're kind of. Yeah, in- as you said, I'm a bit I'm a bit drugged up. I'm on, yeah. a, I'm on a shit ton of codeine. So apologies for whatever I say. No. Uh, I was no wrestling bringing- this weekend, and I took a nasty injury. If you guys, I think you shared it, didn't you, Steve, on the Twitter? Yes, I did. The, the picture of the X-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go check out Steve's Twitter and ours, you'll see uh, my collarbone cleanly snapped in half, in in a very nice picture. Okay, please tell me. Was it at least attempting or trying to pull off a cool move or something cool happening to you, or was it just a stupid out of the blue? It, it was a it was a cool move. So okay. I was in okay. there with this guy, and um, it was his fuck up. So normally oh. I kind of like played it. Oh, you know, stuff happens, but this was one hundred percent his fuck up. <laughs> okay. So I I went for a step up hurricanrana. Okay. So for non wrestling fans, that's where you. Uh, while you step, you jump onto their shoulders, um, flip upside down, and then they flip over the top of you. Mm-hmm. What happened was, when I got up onto his shoulders, he loses his footing. I go down to do the flip over, right. and he just straight up drops me. And I go oh. collarbone first into the mat, and I knew immediately it was snapped right there and then. I could feel it. Oh, my God. Was Is this yeah. your first injury ever? Sorry, what was that? Is this your first ever major injury, or have you had others in the this, past? This is the first time I've broken a bone. Oh, uh, the okay. only ever wrestling injury I've ever had, uh, I tore all the tendons in my foot. Ouch. I know. So wrestling, guys, this fake shit <laughs> is really good. You know, all these fake injuries I'm getting, really good stuff. Really you know what it good. is? It is fake, because you don't understand. You're still kayfabing, because you want this to be part of your storyline when you eventually make it, and then you could progress into another uh, federation or another... A part of wrestling and then continue the storyline a la like i guess say kevin owens and because they're canadian kevin owens and i still call him generico what's his name because i haven't seen him sammy zane sammy zane thank you see because they're still playing out their indie storyline on now the wwe circuit so maybe this is just part of your storyline wink wink yeah yeah this is all, all fair. i'm sitting there with a the sling <laughs> back pills all in character very method the way i wrestle very method so how are the pills are you turning into Shawn michaels yet as uh, Jesse says, yeah, I'm very exactly. much 1998 Shawn Michaels. <laughs> That's kind of my... Uh, I just black out. Like, I'll take some pills. I'll mm-hmm. fall asleep. I'll wake up like four hours later. Um, I had like a hallucination yesterday where I was talking to Jesse about this robot that I was building. Oh, shit. And I went to message him on Messenger. And I was like, fuck, no, that wasn't real. This is real. So, yeah, good times. Good times. Was it a sex robot by chance? It wasn't. It was like oh. a lame chores robot. Oh, oh shit, what the that? fuck? I know, that's shitty. Thank God it wasn't real. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Um, I'm going to be getting a surgical consult this weekend, so oh, surgery sure. is going to be happening. And uh, then, yeah, now it's just rehab until I can get back in the ring. Now, the important question, are you a lefty or a righty? Um, I'm a righty, and luckily it is my left hand, so that ah. side of things all covered. So you're good, my friend, you're good. I'm good. <laughs> all right, let's get into a little bit of wrestling talk, because I don't want to make this full wrestling, because I'm going to have both of you guys on soon for our Survivor Series. 
yeah, yeah, events, yeah. Well, show. I, I, I do know other subjects. This surprises a lot of people when they hear me on podcasts. <laughs> I do know other things besides wrestling. But we do obviously have wrestling in common as well, so might as well touch a little bit on it with the upcoming... Well, Actually, no. It, you know what? We can't talk about it because as of this recording, it still hasn't happened, but as of the airing of the show, it would have already happened because the Crown Jewel Crown event. Jewel? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk very quickly about Crown yeah, Jewel. Yeah, just say your, sure, your opinions. Yeah, who cares? I'm sure everyone's... Well, I'm not going to be watching Crown Jewel um, just because of everything that's happening in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so... Uh, gotcha. WWE's a piece of shit for going over there and continuing <laughs> with this show. Of course um, it is. After everything that's happened with, with the journalists. And yeah. just Saudi Arabia in general. It, it's a shocking country for how backwards they are. Thank you. With women's rights, homosexuality rights, just everything yeah. is just so fucking stupid. And for WE to continue a show, not only after the the journalism scandal, but obviously Roma reigns with his leukemia. That's right. I know it's like the show must go on and stuff, and you've got a 10-year contract with Saudi Arabia, but, you know, have a little bit of self-respect. Just exactly. a little bit. Let let it die over for a little bit. Like time, I guess time heals all wounds, as they say, right? So give yeah, it a I'm little bit. Yeah, I'm not saying bit. like, you know, doing your 10-year contract with them, because I know that's a big moneymaker, fine. But, you know, at least move it, you know, and say, look, guys, we need the investigation to happen. Then we'll think about coming back. But for now, it's just not the right time. You know what? I agree. And usually the WWE is one of those people that, yeah, it's true. <clears throat> the show must go on regardless. Even like that 9-11 show they did. Right after it yep. happened and everything, everyone was like, no, no, you can't do it. They still went on. It was actually a hit. Whereas I think they had that same mentality this time around. Like, oh, we're going to bring the positivity of WWE. This, But it's like, I think this is way totally different circumstances. And I don't know, they're just standing on a hill that they're going to die on. And I don't know. It's you, I think you're going to see, well, is there a way of viewing or seeing the stats of how many people tune in at once? Or is it just pure prescription-based is what they go off well, now? Yeah, it'll be pure subscription-based. Oh, so it won't even matter. They, yeah. <clears throat> also, the um, obviously people will know once they listen to this episode, but the rumor today is that Hulk Hogan is going to be presenting the show. Fuck you. So they're just wanting to do everything to piss off everyone, <laughs> basically. Well, uh, two guys aren't going to be there because I've... It's already been announced and they've already been written off on storyline is John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, which is fair play to them. Um, Cena's very smart because obviously he's got a very big moral brand with the kids. Exactly. And outside of wrestling right now, he can't afford to damage his stock. And uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, I read an interview today where he even said this isn't necessarily about the journalist. It's a big factor. But he was uncomfortable last time due to, again, women's rights, homosexuality, oppression, all exactly. of that was uh, was a big thing against it as well. See, I think if all the wrestlers... Okay, I understand if someone like, for example, Ty Dillinger stands up and says, I don't want to go. He's going to lose his job, obviously, right? Yeah. But if all the Ty Dillingers in the company stood up, and when I mean Ty Dillinger, with all due respect, I mean all the wrestlers together combined that are not like on the level of a John Cena-esque, would all to combine, I would think... WWE would have no choice but not to go. Who's going to start to wrestle there? What are they going to do? Bring well, locals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because the, the problem with wrestling, and this has been a problem for years, it's not unionized. And it's it's one organization know, yeah. that really should be a union. Because if they were unionized right now, they could just go to their union and be like, we're not comfortable working. But because they don't have that protection, there's no guarantee that, say... Yeah, Ty Dillinger might go, and he's got the promise of Tyler Breeze and all those guys in the back, but they might then go, nah, fuck it, it's all right, I'll work it. And then you're screwing someone over. But if they had a union, 
I reckon this would all be solved. Now, last wrestling topic here. What do you think they're going to do leading up to Survivor Series since we're going to be talking about that? A few matches have been announced, but what do you think... Yeah. Yeah. In, in a whole, um, like any surprises do you think, again, obviously Hulk Hogan will probably show up since he's probably going to show up at Saudi Arabia, but any because Survivor Series is top four event, so anything that you want to see or that you think will happen? Well, from the announcements they've made so far, obviously Becky versus Ronda, Shinsuke versus Rollins, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing Raw versus SmackDown again, right. which, which does kind of annoy me because it seems like that's all Survivor Series has become is the one night a year where the brands kind of cross over, right. and it's like it can be cool. Um, do you remember the first Raw versus SmackDown they did where it was like Bray Wyatt won? Best five on five I've ever seen. Yeah, but then they did last one. year with like Braun Strowman and Triple H burying everyone and it was That's shit. That's right, yes. So there's so many cool feuds going on at the moment where you can get people to get a team together and mm. that's what I miss about Survivor Series. So I'm kind of disappointed they're going the Raw SmackDown route but mm-hmm. I, I miss the old feud teams going one-on-one. Yeah, I know. So do I. But they will have a woman and a men's, I guess, either five or four. I assume five because they like five now. A five man and yeah. woman team because they were sort of hinting towards, what's her name? Charlotte being the captain of the woman's side on SmackDown. But yes. then she didn't yeah. want to do it and blah, blah, whatever. Go watch SmackDown. I'm not going to repeat word for word. <laughs> but in a nutshell, yeah. So you know there's going to be elimination teams. Now, who do you want to see on those elimination teams? Now, this is not even knowing who's going to be the world champ. So if Braun this, Strowman wins, he's not going to be part of that team, right? Obviously. I feel like Strowman has to be has to win that match. He has to be Lesnar. To I put it back so. onto Lesnar after everyone just kind of turned their back seems a bit you. ridiculous. Right. Okay. So we're on the same page for that. Good. So hopefully we're both right or we're both looking like idiots. But anyways. <laughs> I, I, I think if they're doing the Royal SmackDown teams, I, I just I don't want what happened last year with like Triple H on the team, just burying all the talent. I, I want kind of the mid-card guys to be given given a good show. So you got guys like Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Ziggler, I imagine Dean Ambrose you know just all, all guys that are like good but don't necessarily get the payday um would be very cool to see yeah I know I totally agree as well but you know what now thinking about it they Triple H might be involved because what if this DX Brothers of Destruction feud spills over into Survivor Series now and they could oh. be captaining their own side of the teams who, who fucking knows right I don't know I hope this is the end of it I mean if, we'll if you listen to our last episode Jesse's very passionately annoyed about Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement for this match. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of a slap in his face, him coming out of retirement. And what the fuck is he wearing on his head? Oh, his little, uh, I always think he's just been, you know, when you go to sleep on a plane and they give you those masks, <laughs> yes. I feel like he just hasn't taken it off. But that's what I mean. It's not like a full bandana. It's not like a beanie. It's not like he's covering his, why does he just decide to cover his forehead to the, uh, well, no idea. He, he must have seen Bobby Lashley and went, that's a good look. I can pull off the Lashley look. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, my friend. <clears throat> Wrestling talk aside. Yes. What the fuck else are you into? You into video games? What music? Like movies? I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. So, so video games, um, which is great at the moment because that's I'm slowly learning how to play with one arm and one arm in a sling. <laughs> that's right. Shit. <laughs> So uh, I've uh, I've recent I bought Spider Man before I got injured. Okay. Spider Man was uh, the one I had before I got injured, and um, my my partner she's got a friend at um, Rockstar, so they're sending me a copy of Red Dead Redemption, which oh, is in yeah. the 
coming its way to me soon. You lucky bastard, because that's exactly what I was leading to. See, we're on the same level here. This is way better than my other guests already. I'm telling you, hands down. Because that's what I was going to bring up. Can you believe that Red Dead has set... Well, this is in... Let me see. Is it in North America or is it worldwide? It says, according to Rockstar Games, Red Dead Redemption 2 set records for largest first day sales, most pre-orders and largest sales on the PlayStation Network in its first three days. So, in other words, equivalent to a movie release over the weekend, right? Yeah. What, without knowing, if you do know, then don't guess, just let me know. But if you don't know, what do you think or how much money do you think they made American on opening weekend for Red Dead Redemption 2? I'm always bad at this kind of stuff. I'm not good at guessing money. Um, I know, neither am I. I hate the people who are fucking bastards. I know. I always go like way over or way under. So do like I. Idiot. <laughs> So, I don't know, is 10 million a good goal? 10 million? Well, you went way under. $725 million. Fuck, man. So it shattered all the rest. And this is a fucking video game. Again, video games sort of have almost that same snobbish looking down towards as wrestling. Meanwhile, look how much money, look how much jobs, look how much enjoyment it gives so many fucking people. Well, I think it's definitely become more more accepted. Now it has, yes. Yeah, if you look about 10 years ago, it was like, oh, because I was part of like, the gaming kids, the kids that play games, and say, oh, you guys game? How lame. And now <laughs> it's like, oh, sweet, what kind of console you got? What, what do you do? You know, it, it's that kind of attitude to it. No, it's so true. Like, everyone, like, who doesn't game anymore? Unless, I guess, maybe you're, like, really old school and shit. But nowadays, everyone, I would say, safe to say, below the age of 40, has grown up with video games, hands down. And these are now the people that are starting to run everything and run companies and do stuff and create. So obviously you're seeing the love and now it's being more accepted, right? Yeah, and I think there's like different levels. Um, People always make the mistake when they see me because I'm kind of like a nerdy looking dude. I wear glasses and like wrestling t-shirts and all that kind of shit. So (laughs) I have got kind of a nerdy look. So they naturally go to me. I'll just, these nerds will gravitate towards me (laughs) like, oh, he's one of us. And then they'll come over and be like, you're, you're a gamer? And I'm like, well, I, I play games. I wouldn't really call myself a gamer. Thank like, you. What, what kind of P- PC system you got? I was like, bro, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> like, I just slap it on for like an hour and that'll do. But yeah, they, they always view me as this like hardcore gamer. <laughs> okay, so since we, you and I, well, you guys generally always do top fives. And I sometimes dabble in the top five business. I'm not going to tell you to say top five games, but off the top of your head, what are your like maybe one or two favorite games of all time that you've played. Oh, I could rattle that off. That's, that's not an issue. Okay, then so, go for it. Do all five uh, if you want. First game I ever played properly was a game called Jazz Jack Rabbit. That was a game on the PC, yeah, uh, which had on like Windows 95 or something. Okay. And it was basically like those 90s platformers and you were okay. a rabbit with a ray gun and you shot um, turtles. Fucking love that game. It's fantastic. And then... Shemu, Shemu is a big influence on me on the Dreamcast, um, okay. which if people haven't played, it's they've just released it on PS4 uh, as a re-release HD because the third one is going to be coming out. And it's all about this uh, guy whose dad gets killed by this mysterious man, and you try and under- uncover what's what the murder was and stuff. Right. Uh, then so that's two. Third one would have to be Fahrenheit, which was on the PS2. Fahrenheit was a kind of like choice game. You know what? Hold on. I know Fahrenheit and actually here yes. it was called something else in North America. It what? was. It was. Uh, what was it called in North America? 
can't remember now. But it, it's Keep done talking, by the same I'll guy Google who it. does um, later releases such like Heavy Rain and yes. Beyond Two Souls. This was like his first game, and it's it's brilliant. Fucking love that game so much. Um, then there was Pokemon Gold. Obviously, you know. Anyone from my generation is a big Pokemon fan, and I don't think you really grow out of that. Pokemon Gold uh, was like the only game I had on Game Boy, and I was obsessed with it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I never got then, into Pokemon. Yeah, they're, oh, they're fantastic games. <laughs> Even now, me and Jesse still get way into them. We're sad. Uh, sort of a down after Shemu, Jazz Jet Rabbit, Fahrenheit, Pokemon. Oh, and Gun. So Gun f- was on the PS2. Oh, I know. Yellow Cover? Yellow cover with the skull on it. Gotcha. I know, Gun. Okay. So this was like the original Red Dead. Me, me and my uh, flatmate at uni, we used to just stay up nights just playing this game. You could scout people. You could blow shit up. You could start bar. It was so ahead of its time and such a good game. So I looked it up. It's Indigo Prophecy that was called here in North That's America. It, yeah. Yes. Yes, I totally enjoyed that. I loved the fuck out of that game. I, I like that one. That's a good pick, my friend. Out of all yeah. those games, that's probably my favorite one that you have there in your top five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, obviously <clears> there's <throat> been ones that have come out since then. Though. Of course. But, like, but my those pop favorite out, yeah. kind of childhood games, they're, they're definitely it. What uh, system did you grow up with? Uh, I grew up PlayStation. PlayStation was the original one. Oh, so uh, my neighbor, who was like my best friend, he yeah. had an N64. Okay. So we'd come over and play PS1, <laughs> and then we'd go and play N64 over there. And then I had another friend who had like Mega Drive, but like I never really played Mega Drive that much. Right. So yeah, I was definitely more more PlayStation kid. Now I feel old. I my first video game system that I owned was a ColecoVision. Nice. And then when my prime, I guess when I could actually, well, I was probably like three or four, so that doesn't really count. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. But like around yeah. six or seven, uh, I grew up on Nintendo, and then here, it was called the Sega Genesis, not the Mega Drive. <clears throat> so uh, and then it was the Genesis for me. And then so forth and so on up the ladder. But it, it was a mindfuck because the first time I went, maybe the second or third time I went to Portugal and the Mega Drive was released there, I had no idea what the fuck the Mega Drive was. Because, oh, I, yeah. like I said, here it was called the, the Sega Genesis. And there it was called the Sega Mega Drive. So my cousin's telling me in Portuguese, oh yeah, I have the Mega Drive. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You guys have like the bootleg fucking version. You don't have the real shit. <laughs> and again, back then, you don't know any better. There was no, and again, no internet. So you couldn't Google this shit. So you had no yeah. idea. So I get there, I'm like, what the fuck? They literally put the sticker Mega Drive where the Genesis sticker is and everything else is the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> Quick European knockoff. What the fuck? Why? Why would they change the names? I don't get it. What's wrong with the word uh, Gen? Or even uh, keeping uh, Mega Drive here. I think that would have been fine. Yeah, they always do it. It just confuses the crap out of me. The good old days, man. The good old fucking days. <laughs> well, they keep releasing all those like mini ones, don't they? So you can get a, a mini Mega Drive now and a mini oh, SNES. Oh, I know. Uh, there are- I think there's a mini PS1 coming out. Yeah, and I that's feel the like next there's one. not enough nostalgia time has passed <clears throat> for PS1 to get like a mini version. Thank you, because I actually purchased the SNES one and, oh, I'm having a blast with it. I'm still playing it and I've had it almost a year now. And, I just, well, I don't, again, I don't play it religiously. Like, I'll hop in and out. Like, I'll take a few months break going. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I'll play this, play that, right? Yeah. But it's one of those that, yeah, it's, and plus the fact that it has this suspended save feature where you could just stop wherever you want and it saves right there. Where, again, me growing up in the early ages of video games, you couldn't just stop and go back where you were. You had to literally either start the whole world or start the whole fucking game over if you wanted to play like that. You know what I mean? There was no such thing as saves and shit. No, definitely not. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. What about music? 
We never uh, touched on this. What genre of music you into? I've, yeah, I've always been. Uh, so me and Jesse, like the reason, like we became such good friends in the first place was right. our taste in music. Oh, okay. Uh, and we were, yeah, yeah. So like wrestling, and then it was music, and we were we were punk kids. So we liked No Effects and Descendants, Bad Religion, uh, a bit of ska punk as well. So Lester Jake, Goldfinger, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, we, we were just having a chat earlier about Beastie Boys because we're we're massive Beastie Boys fans as well. Um, so yeah, we, we had a lot of lot in common when it came to music because uh, we liked hip hop and we liked punk, and we liked ska. So to find someone in a little village in the middle of England that liked the same kind of music as you was was quite rare. Oh, I could only imagine. Well, I'm not into that genre, so warning, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't recognize <laughs> one name you just said. I'm strictly into, well, I say strictly into hip-hop, but I know of, like, mainstream stuff, obviously. I'm not fucking ignorant that way, right? And obviously the yeah. classic music when you go back and shit, I, you have to know where you come from. To I've, I'm the person that believes you have to know where you come from in order to move ahead in the right direction. I don't know why it's just engraved in me, but... So to me, I like a lot of 80s stuff as well. Even 7, like right now, oh, speaking of video games still, I'm playing Mafia 3 on PS4. Oh, nice. And um, it's set in the late 60s, early 70s. And I yeah, totally forgot. Yeah, thank you, right? And it's yeah. like, it's not like uh, songs you've never heard of. Every song was like a top 10 hit back in the day. And I was like, holy fuck, how did they secure these rights? And I'm like, well, probably because they're all dead now. So it's probably cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Cheaper to get those than what's, I guess playing on the radio nowadays right yeah exactly and I, i'm the same like i don't want to sound like oh, i'm an old man now and i don't like modern music but it, it especially when it comes to because when it comes to hip-hop i'm definitely more of an 80s hip-hop head oh, uh, 80s gotcha. and 90s definitely yeah, but I, yeah. just, I just love 80s hip-hop the way it sounded and stuff was just so unique and so raw and now i listen to like rap and stuff and it's all that no. mumblecore shit thank you no it I just can't. it just sounds bad like the, there's nothing original going on the drops all sound the same the beats all sound the same and it's just like yeah i just kind of miss the old old kind of 80s style hip-hop what about uh are you like in the gothic scene like the what's what's that word oh like the emo yes and goth stuff yeah no yeah, yeah. not not really it's like because my always favorite version of punk was like pop punk and punk rock so it was like upbeat and you could like move around to it like there, there were kind of emo bands when when we were growing up and stuff but we were definitely more of the like you know let's scar punk let's have a dance let's get in the pit let's have a good time with it all uh kind of deal with it yeah i can't what why listen to music that makes you sad you know what it's so true right i never understood that or like suicidal music yeah there's better stuff you could be doing with your time like every now and then you want to get some music that kind of takes you into a mood and that kind of stuff sure, I get that. Yeah, yeah. same with movies you, you kind of have that that kind of like yeah let's let's get deep with this but for my day to day listening I want to have a good time no no so you weren't into like drinking blood and shit like that <laughs> no no it wasn't uh, wasn't on my top 10 things to do on a weekend okay the reason why I bring up uh, blood drinking though there was two girls <clears throat> okay uh, man Thank God I don't have kids and I don't plan on having kids because this is another reason as to why I don't want kids. So two <laughs> two girls arrested for planning to murder and drink blood of fellow students. Yeah. Now so, here's the scary uh, part. Here's the fucking scary part. The two girls were aged 11 and fucking 12. Right. That's fucking... Cr I thought when I first read the story, like when I read the headline and I was going through it, I was like, okay, this must be in high school or something. 
Fucking 11 and 12? Are you fucking kidding me? I remember reading the article as well, and it was, uh, they even brought like a goblet into school, didn't they? Yes. They had, like knives, and they brought the goblet in with like preparation to do it. Yeah, because they were, uh, they were, they were planning to do it, and they were in the washroom minutes before, I guess, taking out their knives and getting everything ready when other students caught them and then ratted them out, and then that's how they got caught. Yeah. I was like, what it's, the fuck? There's definitely something to be said about, obviously mental health issues and stuff around that because uh but also there's outside influences like i never want to be one to say like oh media influence but do you remember the story it must have been about a year two years ago now okay i think it happened in the uk so i don't know if it made it over there but there was these uh these girls that took their friend into a woods and stabbed her repeatedly because the the slender man told her to do it like i don't know if you're familiar with like the creepypasta slender man stuff of course yeah yeah, yeah, because they're making a movie about it and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, yeah, the Slender Man told us to sacrifice her and then just stabbed her repeatedly. And it's fuck? like, fucking hell, how does that even happen? I don't, you know, it's true. Like, I'm sorry, you can't use the cop-out as, oh, TV told me, this told me. If if you're listening that hard to a TV and you and you think that's real, then that's your fucking mental problem right there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not normal. Yeah, I, I think my problem... When, when you see, like, media and stuff blaming video games for violence and stuff, yeah. it's a case of, okay, I get where you're coming from, but the way you're positioning your argument to say that, like, video games are making people violent, if that's the case, any one of us motherfuckers who play GTA are going <laughs> to start going around beating hookers and stealing their money. <laughs> it's not the case. It's people with mental health issues who don't have the help that they need Thank being you. attracted to this form of violence and, you know... it. It's the mental health side of things, not the video game side of things. Of course. Combat one, you can combat the other. Yeah, and it also stems a little bit. I'm, I solely believe in this too. A certain percentage of it is not having a good influence to look up to. That's another thing, mm-hmm. right? And no one's teaching yeah. you any better, so you don't know any better. Like like even myself, I always make fun of it because my parents were non-existent when I was growing up. And to me, my parents and my upbringing and my family was from TV. So like stuff like wrestling, like what I, I learned so much from wrestling. I've learned so much from video games. Like even to this day, my wife asks me, she's like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, it's because I played this video game like fucking five years ago and it retained knowledge. And it's like, how, how would I else know anything? My parents didn't teach me fuck all. Exactly. So, but you're a, um, for normal? purposes, a mentally stable person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like it's a case of it's. The violence and stuff isn't going to resonate with you in a way that you're sure. like, yeah, this seems good. Let's do this. Well, maybe because I know what's reality and what's not. Like, you know what I mean? That, exactly. That's my basis exactly. on literally everything. But uh, let's stick on this um, killing spree for a sec here since Halloween just did pass. But here in Toronto, um, some woman is facing a witchcraft and fraud related charges after scamming a man out of $600,000. Jesus. I don't know the story. You'll have to enlighten me. Okay, so this is why I don't go to these people. I don't know if you guys have a lot of them there, but they're like corner stores or convenience stores here now. There's one on every corner. So a Toronto psychic was charged with pretending to practice witchcraft after she allegedly convinced a man that he needed to sell his house and transfer the money to her account in order to get rid of some evil spirits. Wow. Talking about mental problems. On both ends. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, it's one praying on the other, really, isn't it? Exactly, right? That's meant six hundred grand. What? Well, I get a bit nervous if I withdraw like over a hundred quid from the bank. <laughs> I get that feeling in my stomach, like, oh, what am I doing? What do I really need to be buying this for? I know to go like six hundred <laughs> grand, sell your house, go for it. Like, why? I know why. 
I also found this thing on Twitter. I don't know if you've come across this. There's this like um, fetish that like young girls. Okay. I can't remember what the name of the fetish is now, but they convince like older married men to just give them money, and then they berate them for it. And they're like, "Oh, you're you weak as shit. You know, just give me your money and stop being such a pussy and all this kind of stuff." And guys kind of get off on it that these girls are just taking their money and just just running with it. And I I don't understand it. I don't get it either because just fuck, get your wife to do that. At least it stays within the family, the money. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> fuck, I, I'm sure your wife won't like... mind at that point. She's been with you forever. You're old. Ah, talk to me dirty. I'll give you some money. All right. Fuck. No problem. <laughs> yeah. They're not even getting anything out of this. Like, okay. I understand. Like if you, if you, if you sprout for a hooker every now and again, yeah, to get exactly. your rocks off. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But if you're sense. just getting some like 18 year old to berate you online for being an idiot, for giving her money, well, what's, what's, what's the gratification? I, well, again, I don't understand half the fetishes out there anyways, because to me, I don't know, like, how do I describe something that would like, like for me to like something, well, first off, it can't be gross to begin with. And a lot of people are into gross shit, right? Yeah. Um, like, uh, demeaning shit. I'm not in, I don't get off on that either. Like, you know what I mean? Like stuff yeah. like that. So to me, it's stuff like that. I don't understand, but to other people, that's their joy. So I guess I do understand that to a certain extent, but to me, I don't know, man. I don't know what. What the fuck would I think would be my fetish now that I think about it? I don't even fucking it's, know. It's trick. Yeah, I, I don't get the whole degrading thing, especially when you like you live with someone. Like, okay, a little bit of rough, rough play in the bedroom, perfectly fine. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, to yeah. be beating the shit out of your partner and then, do you want eggs for breakfast, dear? Do you wanna, do you wanna go down the shop? We'll go for a walk after you've just like beat the shit out of them i just don't get it i know you're walking down the street and you're like oh what's wrong honey oh i got this limp because you know that fucking fist you're shoving up my ass kind of hurt a bit and you hit the wrong <laughs> spot it's like uh. i'm good <laughs> no yeah well again to each his own if it's two consenting adults who are we to say anything right weird is weird exactly normal is like to them i guess us being normal is weird and they're like why aren't they normal people more freaky so yeah it is what it is <sighs> Yeah, be safe, kids. Have fun. Here's something freaky. Do you guys over there, because I don't think we have something like this here in Canada, but over there in the UK or in England or wherever, even in Europe, I guess, do you guys, like, vote on, like, a yearly bird of some sort or something like that? Is is, is that, like, a thing? On a, on a yearly what, sorry? A bird. Like, you make, like, a bird, like, your yearly bird. So, that, not like you worship it, but, like, say, okay, the pigeon is the bird of the year. The fucking, I don't know, the eagle is the bird of the year this year. So every year it's like a rotating door of different birds. Not to my knowledge, man. Well, okay. Where's that come from? Now, okay, see, good. Because I was I didn't want to make fun of it just in case people in the UK have this. Because, like I said, the UK... is <laughs> be to the pigeon. Hey, true. But the UK <laughs> is my third biggest market, so I don't want to discriminate over there. But this market, I, I could easily say I probably have one listener. So to you one listener down there, thank you. And I hope you don't get offended and stop listening, but... Why do people in New Zealand pick a bird of the year? And it's voted on by the people. <laughs> now, check this out. You know what bird they voted this year in? As their bird I of the really year? I really don't. Okay, so it is. Let me see if I could... Actually, speaking of pigeons, it is a pigeon. The winner was... Uh, okay, I don't want to hack this name, so bear with me here. Karuru Pigeon. I guess that makes sense. Karuru? Sure. The Karuru pigeon, which enjoys fermented fruits, which contain alcohol, and has been dubbed the drunk bird. <laughs> so this yeah, bird literally gets too. drunk, and you could see it falling from the tree limbs, and people actually record it and look at it, and it's like a day for them. 
See, we don't have that many interesting birds over here. Maybe that's why we don't do it. You know, no one's going to want a street rat as their bird of the year. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, fucking hell, New Zealand. You need, to, you guys need to get a hobby. You know what? It's true. Just, what? just get, get, get a hobby. I don't, it's true. What else can you say about that, right? <laughs> yeah, someone else, man. Well, another weird thing. Now, okay, this is in the UK. Well, mind you, this happened in the Scottish League. Okay, first off, are, are, are you a sports fanatic? Are you into sports? Do you enjoy sports? Anything of sporting? I, I do enjoy sports. I'm not a football guy, uh, okay. which many of my fellow countrymen will out me out the country for. But yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm not a football or soccer guy. But uh, Jesse hates me for that fact. So yeah, carry on. So, what's your preferred sport then? If you were to watch I'm, a sport on TV, I'm um, I'm a bit of an outcast. I am more into my North American sports, so I'm a hockey fan. I'm a yes. uh, American football fan, CFL, oh, you know that kind of stuff. Good, good. Okay, well, okay. Then this you might not have caught, but I'm okay. So we're on the same boat. So far, so good. Because I I'm a huge sports fanatic, as everyone knows. I enjoy every sport except for two sports, and that would be baseball and soccer. Can't stand them. Yep. Hate them. I'm, I hate to say it, and it's inco- in, pol- in, what is it? politically incorrect, but to me, they're sissy, girly sports, and I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> but, and this is why. Speaking of girly and sissy, so in the Scottish Premier League, I guess, or whatever league they have, see, that's how much I know. Scottish Premiership, there you go, that's proper, okay. A player named Steve McLean, that's easy to say, all right. He could miss his next two games after apparently grabbing the genitals of i can't say this guy's name so i'm not even going to try during a match and he only received a yellow card and now moving forward they're going to investigate and you should see this picture he literally grabbed crunched and walked away jesus like like handful of nuts in his hand don't fuck with that scottish man that's that's one thing you gotta learn but uh, i was gonna say something mean but well you know what i don't give a fuck the guy who, the guy who did the grabbing's white, and the guy who got grabbed was black. So maybe that tells you something. He was looking for a, a pretty big package there, maybe. <laughs> maybe he was sick and tired of his little small one. He's like, "Hey, let me see if the myth is true." <laughs> yep, true. Fuck the band. It's fine. See, and that's why I don't like soccer. Yeah, that, that's my issue with. with, with uh, we'll call it soccer for continued continuity sake. Um, with soccer, I just find it very dull, and it's a case of, you know, the injuries are just fucking stupid. Yeah, the sissiness, like, I just get, the rolling I get taken around. out of the sport, like, whenever Thank someone you. gets their ankle tacked and they roll Thank for you. 20, 100 yards, and then I can watch hockey, and a guy's got a broken jaw, and he's like, yeah, I can continue. I know, right? It's the complete opposite, where they force you to stop playing, where in soccer, they promote you to stop playing. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not interesting, and... Like, I'm going to get kicked out of this country, Steve, for saying this, but, like, <laughs> nil, when the game ends, like, nil-nil, and there's, right. like, points, and then I'm sitting in a pub, and they're like, oh, they're trading this person to this person. I'm like, can't be fucked to keep track. Like, who's got what points because they lost what game and I know, that's whatever. the other it's thing. Yeah, it's a lot to keep a hold of, and then there's international fucking tournaments going on, and this Just, and that. It never it's, ends. No, it, it doesn't. It's so, well, again, but you know what? I don't blame people there in the uk for loving it because before i guess again the internet and knowing what's in north america and everything that's really the only sport that was played throughout the whole country all the time was soccer slash football right whereas here we're spoiled we have 
fucking like we said, football, hockey, basketball, you know, the list goes on. It's never ending over here. So we're kind of spoiled, right? So whereas there, you have to have it, I guess, all year round to keep people entertained. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I find it really funny because I've told you before, I lived in Canada and I went right. to school there. Yeah. And when I joined and I found out that like soccer was the girls sport I find that so funny message everyone back home it's like you all play the girls sport in Canada see and this is why I like American football better so well you said you enjoy American football so you know the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots right those two teams yeah yeah, yeah. okay they're rivals they're in each other's division they play each other twice every year okay I was not aware of this so apparently when New England comes to town and they score a touchdown Bills fans have been recently been known to throw dildos onto the end zone after New England scores a touchdown. <laughs> See, and that's why American football is 10 times better. Where do you get that? Good. <laughs> Fuck the Patriots. That's what I say. <laughs> exactly, right? Got a quick shout out because like, it could all go downhill at any moment. Oh, and no. at the moment, it's fantastic. I'm, a, well, originally a St. Louis Rams fan. Okay. Now it's the LA Rams. Right. Having the best season ever. But you know what? That doesn't matter. And then that's the other good thing about football. You never know. Like, even myself, I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. And I've been since the day I started watching football. And they won last year. If you were to tell me at the beginning of last season... Well, mind you, every year I do say they're going to win. But again, that's wink-wink joke, right? Because <laughs> you're my team. But honestly, I didn't think they were going to fucking win. And then the fucking no. starting QB goes down Wentz. And it's like, now they're really not going to win. And next thing you know, they win. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, for Rams to be like eight and zero in the division is just unprecedented. So I'm, no, they I'm do holding look good, out though. hope at the moment. They do look good. Like obviously, you can't discount New England; they're always looking good. So I would say my top three teams right now, looking as favorites in the Super Bowl, would be Minnesota, LA, yeah. and New England. Because you you can't yeah. not bet against New England. So I assume yeah. one of those three teams will be in the Super Bowl this year. I agree, but uh, fingers crossed. I'll do a little happy dance with my one arm if they make it. Well, I'll be healed by then, hopefully, so it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I, we hope so, unless you go we do something so. stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go wrestle like, as soon as the surgery's done. I'll be fine. Yeah, so that's why I like football better in the, in the States, because you get to see fucking dildos getting thrown on the field. <laughs> Nothing better. Um, I think all sports should adopt that, especially in ice hockey. Just see them sliding down, create some little grooves, turn them on, see if they reach the end. Of the ice. So you said you're into video games. What about tech in general? Are you up to date with the newest tech out there? Do you care or it's whatever you have yeah. you have until it breaks? No, no, I'm, I, I love a bit of tech. Uh, recently got a new kind of like sound bar with a new sound system in it. Um, we pretty much have whatever console comes out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big tech guy. I just don't have the money to be a big tech guy. I know it does get expensive. That's for sure. Yeah, I just kind of press my face up against a window and hope for the best. See, I'm kind of that way. And for me, I'm usually the guy, I don't replace it until it's broken. Like, I still don't even own a 4K TV because I still own the original, like, 1080p TVs that came out, like, 10 years ago. That's how cheap I am. But I do appreciate it. I know of it. And, like I said, I'm the guy drooling out the window, like, oh, oh, soon, maybe soon. (laughs) But... (laughs) Okay, and this is where this gets sketchy, because when I hear words like claims and allegedly, this is where it makes me believe it's probably a scam. And plus, it's in China, so you never know what could be true coming out of China nowadays. But a Chinese firm claims to have invented the world's first foldable telephone. I, I was just reading this on Sky News, and they showed the kind of picture of it. Um, it's, it's Yeah, it's weird, right? 
I don't really understand the purpose of why you'd want it. I don't get it either because they're dubbing it. Okay, so they're saying that it acts, it's a combination of phone slash tablet slash computer. So when you fold it, it becomes a phone. Now, I don't know about you, phones are a lot smaller nowadays than a folded tablet. Yes. And if the only purpose for it is to use as a phone when you fold it, who fucking cares? Yeah. Right? Makes no sense to me. So, and how comfortable is that going to be to kind of like hold your head? I know, Um, right? Yeah, because I I don't understand if it's for the purpose of our flip phones coming back. Is this like the new flip phone version? (laughs) I know. Or is it like a wallet? I just don't get it. I don't get it, man. Everything new, uh, no, everything old is new again, as they say, right? Yeah, yeah, it just comes back, doesn't it? Um, It's it's expensive, though. Like, I was looking at the pricing on it. Pre-order starts at uh, $1,300, which is $1,020 English. Uh, for that, that's for the base model, wow. and then it's one thousand five hundred for the two hundred fifty-six gig model. Shit, I'm good, man. I don't, I don't need a foldable tablet. No, like mine kind of folded. It's got a bunch of cracks down the screen <laughs> now, so I'm halfway there. Well, speaking of tech, did you see the new press conference about the new iPads and shit coming out as well? No, no, I, I always avoid Apple. Oh, you're not... it seems like every six months shit gets released. Oh, so you're what, an Android guy? I'm an Android guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, here's where we're going to have our WCW, WWE war right now, or <laughs> WWF war. It's about time. You know what, though? It's about time. I'm... The only reason why I don't leave Apple and I'm still stuck on iOS is because I'm too lazy to switch everything over. And not that I need to learn everything new. I just don't want to do it. And I already know how everything is. You know what I mean? But I'm so on the same page. Like, I have... This is dating way back now. I still only have an iPhone 6. Oh, yeah. So to me, this feels like it's in worse shape than, like you just mentioned, the flip phone. It's so fucking slow. Everything sucks. It literally reboots almost every day now. And again, the running joke is as soon as the new version comes out, the old ones start lagging, right? So now imagine how many different phones have come out since the 6. And I'm still stuck on this and it's fucking nice and slow. And it's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, like, I've got nothing per se against Apple. I'm not going to, like, chastise anyone that's got one. It's just kind of a case of, for me, I've always had, like, Windows and Android stuff. And right. I, I just like the, the customization of Android. When um, Apple, I just find a bit, I don't know. I just don't really like the look and layout of it all. So it's, yeah, Android fits me better. Yeah, I guess. I see I see your point there. There is a lot more customability to it. But again, me, I'm, I don't, to me, I'm more of a guy that put less stuff on the menu just so my brain doesn't explode compared to give me everything and then I'll choose, you know, I'll be there forever. Yeah, exactly. I need simplicity in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, speaking of my life, again, being here in Canada, weed is legalized now. And how do you think about that? What what is your say there uh, in jolly old England about us legalizing weed here in Canada? Um, it hasn't really been covered. Like there was a new really? story about it, and okay. then that was pretty much it. Like it wasn't really brought up again. Uh, I think the main—it's—it's it's not really a focus here in this country. Weed isn't. Uh, I imagine in the next five years, it's going to go the way that weed is legal everywhere. Um, so. But yeah, it's just really not a priority in the UK, which which is a shame because obviously, spending good decade of my life in Canada, I uh, I am fond of the old. Late Mary Jane, as they call it. Yes, Mary Jane has been a staple <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so it's 
how has it been? Because obviously, when I was in Canada, right. um, I did some work for the Green Party and stuff, okay. and it was very prominent of, of like stuff happening. And right. you know, it's never really been an issue in Canada. It's always just been a case of you know, don't let me see you doing it in public. You know what? Public, that's exactly it. unless you're walking around with your car full of fucking pounds of weed, then obviously they're going to do something. But if you're like in public smoking, or if they catch you with a joint here and there, it's literally it was sorry a literal slap on the wrist. Like you know, they're like, oh, yeah, don't do it they again. They weren't going to do anything. Yeah. Before. Exactly. So it's. I, I doubt the attitudes kind of changed that much, but like, obviously, I haven't been into Canada in a, in a couple of years now. Right. Like, how has it been? Have you noticed a shift in attitude in anyone, or like how it's approached? You know what? Not really, because it's still in the infancy stage where you have to order it online. There's no okay. brick brick and mortar stores yet. That's coming. Uh, I guess April, May. They were saying that's when you're going to establish that where you can actually go to a store and buy it in person. So now everything's done online. And now it's coming out that if you, because obviously when you purchase, you got to prove that you're over the age of 19 you're, and you have to be a Canadian citizen too, right? So you got to do all these things to prove who you are. So now really? people are saying that Americans are using this information at the border and not allowing people to travel over the border. So now people are scared to order weed online because they're going to like the American border is like, oh, you guys smoke weed there. What's stopping you from ordering it and bring it down here and now selling it on the side, right? So that's the fear that they're having. And that's a big problem where even I, myself, I haven't ordered it from the government website yet or anything like that. But um, we're also allowed to grow it. So I guess I'm probably going to go that route myself because then at least I know exactly what I'm getting. And obviously it's a fucking a ton load cheaper. But I don't know. I'm still sketchy with that whole website thing and putting all your info because I like to travel. So next time I go to the States, what? They're going to fucking hold me over and not let me into the country or say I have a connecting flight through the States to get somewhere else. Like, fuck that yeah. shit. I don't want to endanger that. Fuck, no. I'm good. It just, it sounds so weird to go into like, a, it sounds like such a setup, doesn't it? It's going to a government website and order weed. I know, right? Well, I've known people so who've shaking. done it, so hopefully, good luck to them and nothing happens to them. But yeah, it's, what they say, it's, it's legit. It's good. It's like primo stuff. You're not getting shit stuff. And I guess it's pretty cool getting weed from your fucking, uh, uh, post office worker that just drops it off for you. Yeah, and then, in the post. It's because obviously it, it's know. worked it's in the states with the states, uh, whatever states have legalized it now, and they've had right. no issues. Canada was only a matter of time. Of course, it, it, it honestly is going to be you know twenty years from now. It's going to be like wait, weed used to be illegal. You know, like how prohibition used to yeah. be ridiculous as a concept. Exactly. That's what it's going to be, and it, it's it's going to be great. Well, I'll tell you this much: I haven't noticed more people out in public smoking because now technically and. Well, in most counties and cities in in Canada, you can. But now cities could pass a bylaw where it's illegal to smoke in public. But Toronto, you could still do it. But there's outskirts where you can't. So you can still you can smoke in public as long as you're I can't remember 100 meters from like a school wherever there's kids. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they put laws into effect just so you fuck kids aren't involved. But I haven't noticed like people walking down the street smoking joints like anything new. But I did notice is when uh, I went to a theme park here, which is called Canada's Wonderland in the outskirts of Toronto, where they have roller coasters yeah. and everything. And uh, they had the Halloween haunt going on. So it was like all kinds of haunted houses, right? And in the park, they have a smoking area. Can you believe that everyone in that smoking area was only smoking weed or was not one fucking cigarette smoker in there? That's fantastic. And all you hear is people coughing. You see this fucking mushroom cloud everywhere and only in that little area. And it's like, hey, this is a smoking area. They said, as long as you follow the cigarette smoking laws, you're good. So, hey, 
No one could do shit. Yeah. It was just weird how everyone was just open about it and just going at it. It was like, fuck, this... Fuck, we live in a different world, man. Yeah, and everyone being respectful of it. And uh, and that's the thing. Because, yeah, that's that's the thing. You gotta, like, obviously, don't be smoking shit ton of weed around kids and all that kind of stuff, you know. Be, but I think it's been pumped into people enough with, like, secondhand normal smoke not to be fucking stupid with it. Well, of course. And again, people who smoke weed, I don't know about... I'm saying in general... People who smoke weed aren't, like I'm sorry to say, like alcoholics where they have no sense of stability. They can't think proper. They know what they're doing always at all the times, right? So yeah. unless you're a rookie and you get so fucking high, you fall on your eyes. And that's a different story. But while you're smoking, you still have your wits. So you know what you're doing. So you're not going to do anything stupid to jeopardize or to fuck over someone else's kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And it's um, it's interesting how stuff's kind of going to change. Like, obviously, weed is a replacement to alcohol. Do you think maybe in the future there'll be kind of like shisha bar styles, but for weed? You know, like, they just sell purely weed and you go in and just smoke in there? Oh, of course. Of like going to a bar for alcohol? There's a coffee chain already. They are in talks, or they already signed, I don't know. And I can't remember which one, so I'm not going to say that. Plus, they don't sponsor the show, so they could go fuck themselves. But there's a coffee company in here in Canada, or that sells coffee, sorry, a coffee shop chain, and they're already in talks with uh, weed um, producers to make uh, like half weed store, half coffee shop. So you go in there, have a coffee, smoke a joint, and just chill and relax. Yeah. So yeah, I see that totally be the future where you do go to places and you do that, right? Why not? Yeah. It's just yeah, like going to a bar and having a beer. What's the difference? Vaping vaping's going to be like a big thing. Um, <clears throat> that's true. That's- that's what, I remember when when I was working for the Green Party and we do like door to door, you know, like when you knock and you, you gain interest and stuff. Right. Just like super bro opened the door, and it was like when vapes were getting really popular and stuff okay. around about 2011. Right. And and he goes, "Bro, I sign your petition if you take a hit on my my vape stick." Fuck and off. there was just so much weed in it; it was so strong. <laughs> we were the Green Party, so we were like, "Fuck it, sure, why not?" And he was like. I'm voting for you guys. You guys are cool. And I was like, nice, nice. So, <laughs> but that's so much stronger than vape sticks, I find, than just smoking a normal joint. See, I'm the opposite. To me, vape, like, I think it's more of a mindfuck. Like, vape, edibles, anything other than smoking in, like, a joint form, or even the bong. The bong I could get away with. I don't feel it. I don't understand it. It doesn't get me high. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't. I yeah. vaped. I've smoked the e-cigarettes, like, in that form, everything. And nothing. I'm sitting there. Everyone's high around me. And I'm like, I don't feel shit. What's going on? Yeah. It's yeah, about, yeah it hits me so much harder. But if I just wow. smoke a normal joint, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll be gone and, yeah, I'll be more than happy to sit in there. Fuck. Well. Weird. Well, that's not even half of what's going on here in Canada. So, obviously, I kind of sort of know what's going on there in the UK with all the politics <clears> and shit. So, I'm not going to touch on that because it's a touchy subject for everyone, obviously. But... Good for this man for doing this, but I'm sorry if I, I'm, I'm not even going to say the town either because I don't want to throw the town under the fucking the bus. But talking about from rags to riches, so a town in I'll say okay I'll say in, it, it's in Ontario. So a town in Ontario elected a homeless man as their mayor. Now a former homeless man, so apparently. He was uh, addicted to drugs and uh, alcohol, and then he took to the streets, and that's how he became homeless. And then he cleaned himself up, whatever, whatever. But again, I love a redemption story. I love helping people out. But at the same time, I don't know if I want a former 
person who's addicted to all these problems and vices running a whole fucking town and city. It's difficult, isn't it? Right. Like, obviously, if it's a case of if he got clean and he's 100 percent, you know, these people can learn from their mistakes. And obviously, you know, that can be beneficial having that life experience. But you do wonder, obviously, it's a very stressful job. Thank you. If you lay that stress on, will they relapse back to old habits and Thank you know you. use use taxpayer money? You'd like to think the good you know the good side of people and like no, he's turned his life around and he'll be a great mayor. But yeah, yeah it, it, I think it's just a time thing, isn't it? You just got to wait and see. Or even uh, it's like there's certain like I'm sorry, I well this will be a rest, uh, wrestling reference. Know your role and shut your mouth. Like not everyone <laughs> should be a mayor. Not everyone should be like uh, this is my whole rant i always talk about i so hate it everyone should have a job in any field they deserve to be in as long as they're capable of doing that job my rant is why are people who could speak barely english being as customer service reps on the fucking phone when i'm trying to call someone that makes no sense to me if you can't speak english or you don't understand me you should not be answering a phone you should be doing something else in that company where you're not talking to fucking people yeah, I can see that argument. And that's my whole mentality. So, yeah, this guy deserves a second chance, but I don't think he deserves a second chance at being a mayor. Sir, he deserves a second chance in life. He should get married, have kids, and, you know, go to have a nine-to-fiver or whatever, but running a whole town? No, I'm sorry. There's, I'm, there should be restrictions on shit. Yeah, yeah, it is difficult because, as I said before, he could be completely reformed and it could be great for the town. But there's there's the risk. But it it's a democracy, and people have cast their vote, and they exactly. well, we hope they've weighed up that that risk, and they feel confident in their decision. So it's it, yeah, it's whether they can be backed up from it. Now I wonder if he is the one who discovered this. Actually, no, it, it was actually in, in Cape Town. But scientists, <laughs> speaking of being a bum and uh, urinating, scientists from the University of Cape Town have unveiled unveiled how do you say it pronounce it unveiled 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 or whatever tomato tomato the (laughs) the world's first brick sustainably made from human urine now i thought humans produced a better product that would be good for making bricks shit that's the one. <laughs> there, well, there is the term "shit and bricks," right? So exactly, that's that's where no one's ever pissed bricks before. So the achievement was done by combining urine, sand, and bacteria using a process that enabled the materials to cake naturally at room temperature. So if it gets too hot or too cold, is the house going to start smelling like piss? That's what I'm kind of worried about, right? And why would you live in a house that smells like piss? Uh, again, going back to bums, better than living on the street, I guess. Yeah, maybe, but that's, that's fucking bad. I I love I love this area of science where someone just invents something and they go, "What did you make it out of? Piss and sand?" And they're like, "How long did that take you? Ten years? Cool." Well, you know what? Cool. I would love to be in the in the renovation business there then, because if someone calls you to patch up the brickwork, just come and piss on the <laughs> wall and you're done. How fuck? And you could charge them whatever you want. Ah, my my piss is gold. I'm charging you fucking five hundred bucks an hour for this job. <laughs> <laughs> my piss is gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would work. You you find a new line of business there, or or you do just you, podcast nonsense, or you, do you just get a dog and they just have him urinate on the walls and like that? You don't have to take him outside either. Yeah. 
you'd have a really strong base, wouldn't you? Because they can only lift their legs so high. Speaking of fetishes, urinating on people is a fetish. Those are the people who would buy the urine house. See? There you go, full circle. (laughs) There's something for everyone. (laughs) Now, what I don't understand, and okay, now this is going to take a gross sway on on the show like I'm accustomed to, but people who who are into this urination thing, now I'm intrigued here. Let's peel it back, as they say. Do they indulge in drinking it, or do they just want to be pissed on? Do you know, or do they like both? <laughs> I, I guess it would be both. Like, I, I think people just enjoy being pissed on. Is my understanding of the fetish because it's called water sports, right? That's like the official term oh, of it. Oh God! And I, I feel like people just like being pissed on. But like, you know, when you kind of like. You jerk off and stuff, and yeah. you jerk off to some porn that you're not really proud of. Okay. Afterwards, you get that kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> sure. I imagine it's the same when you piss on someone. You go, oh, this is just awkward. Or I don't know what to do with you now. Or does it get you so off that it's the opposite? Yeah, but once you kind of like relieve yourself. Oh, you go, I see. Like, oh, well, that's now I've just got someone covered in piss in my bed. Great. See, but there's so many possibilities that I'm thinking now. They could actually make this like a sporting event where you have like piss into an asshole contest, piss into someone's mouth, fucking chug piss or something. Like, uh, like you know, you know what I mean? They can make this like a yearly thing, man. Now I'm giving away it's, too much. It's called water sports. You could, you could set up Olympics. I think what you need to do is you need to investigate journalism. This. You've done your like Fuck. summer of comedy. You need to do your autumn of fetishes and just get like fetish experts on. You know what? Okay, there you go. You hit it on the head there. Thank you. I'm not going to do any investigation because I'm not going to fucking peel that back. No, thank you. No, how? I'm not telling you to piss on your wife. I'm telling you to get an expert and to talk about it. Oh, you're telling me to get an expert to piss on my wife? <laughs> what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Do a job right. Do it right. <laughs> no, I'm not into fucking voyeurism either. No, I'm good. But, um, yeah, I don't... You know what? I'll, okay, how about this? I'm going to put it out there. I don't know what I'm going to get back, but who knows? But if there's anyone out there who wants to intern for free on the podcast and investigate different fetishes and then come on and talk about them, as I either get very disgusted or maybe turned on, who knows, email me at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. I love that you could just get a sex expert or someone who works in this field, but like, you know, no, let's just get an intern. Let's send them out into the world and it's, see what they come back with. It's better when someone's not a professional because then, because I don't want professional terms and I don't want it to be boring. I want it to be fun. I want it so everyone can get into it. Well, not figuratively, but listening wise, you know what I mean? It has to be fun. You know, you know you should be talking to Jesse. Jesse's pretty much done everything under the sun. So he's probably got some kind of relating story to this so uh we'll save that for survivor series yes please because i just found out uh last week yeah last week my guest she was mercer roberto she's in the video game industry here in canada and she was explaining to me what goat seeing is i never heard of the term goat see in my life and she proceeded <clears throat> no. to explain and do you know what goat seeing is i i don't know well get ready my friend you will never be Educate the same me, it's when you're Open your asshole and gape it so much where you could insert stuff in it without touching the rim of the asshole. <laughs> Has Jesse tried that? Fuck. Yeah, we need to have a chat with Jesse. <laughs> now, again, what joy does that bring? Because, okay, I understand like anal and stuff because you're touching something like that that sort of makes sense to me right yes yeah, so, so like you don't touch anything it just kind of like 
Thank you. That hot dog down a hallway. It just doesn't touch anything. Exactly. Perfect. I use that terminology too. Exactly. See, uh, that's why I need a fetish expert. Please. <laughs> need someone to come on and show it and explain it. <laughs> Get Jesse on. Now, what, what about food fetishes? That's sort of a thing where like people are, not, not, I don't mean sexually, I mean eating wise now. Let's get off the sex train for a little bit here. This is two guys on a podcast, by the way. So <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Hey, to each his own, but um, eating like weird, disgusting stuff. Like, do you have anything in particular off the top of your head that you would think is disgusting for other people? But for you, you're like, oh, I got to have that shit. No, like I'm, I'm very open to food. Like I'm a big foodie, so I'll kind of eat whatever. Um, so I'll try something at least once. Okay. Uh, there's, there's like food. Weirdly, there's just like two foods I don't like. I don't like mushrooms due to texture, oh. and same for kind of olives. They're like the only two things I won't eat. But I've eaten, yeah, some weird shit. Holy fuck! Those are like my two favorite toppings. Not even on pizza in life. Right. So wow. it, I, I know I'm a freak. I'm a freak. Like, I can quite happily chow down on some zebra, have some ostrich testicles. Oh, shit. You know, You're one that of those. stuff, fine. Mushrooms, nah. Okay, I'm trying to think of the most disgusting thing I eat. Because the Portuguese people sort of eat... Like, my dad, for example, he loves to chew on uh, pig's feet and gnaw on the nail. Oh, man. <laughs> so, we're known to eat, like, uh, I don't know. Octopus isn't really gross, because a lot of people eat that. I like octopus. Trying to think. Maybe, uh, I guess, um, pig fat sausage, if that's gross to you. No, I can imagine that'd be pretty tasty. Okay, because my wife makes a soup out of it, and that's just fucking killer. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because the, the problem with kind of British food is it's got the reputation of being quite bland and boring, right. doesn't it? So, like, exactly. we, we never really experiment. Like, for me, I, I'm someone who has a whole cupboard dedicated to spices and stuff. You know, I, I have to have flavor and spice and everything Good in my nice. food. Um, I can't be dealing with bland shit. So if something's interesting to me or something's a bit new, I'm down for it. Okay, so disgusting foods. If you are into disgusting foods, then maybe you should move over to Sweden. Or like yourself, if you want to try everything once, go over to Sweden. Because they just opened up, which they dub, the Disgusting Food Museum. Okay. Would you like to hear what's on the menu? Fucking right, I would. Okay, so first off, you got some mogul mongolian sheep eyeball juice okay good stuff uh animal genitals soaked in wine not too mm-hmm. bad genitals don't really kind of bother me it depends kind of how it's because i've had like a bull's testicle and I've ostrich balls before and they're not bad it's the texture my friend i just can't get th- no man I've seen Fear Factor way too many times back in the day, and I just can't. Oh, Fear Factor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, barbecued pig brain. That's not too bad. Yeah. What else is here? And those are from China. So animal genitals, soaked in wine, barbecued pig brain. Uh, steam- they love brain in China. I remember my brother went and he had uh, chicken brain. He said it was all right, actually. Stinky tofu. Okay, that's who cares. Plug your nose. Okay, how about this one? A Sukalu Sardu, or what they call a goat kid's cheese. Goat mm. kid's cheese. It's called Sardanian Viagra, and the taste is described as gasoline and ammonia mixed with wax. The fuck would you eat that? <laughs> because it's fucking Viagra. Fair enough. Like, I don't think I'm going to get my rocks off on some goat's kids, but 
whatever floats your boat. All right, you got Good. some uh, frog yeah. smoothies. You into frogs? Uh, I've had frog's legs, yeah. They weren't bad. Okay, so frog smoothies, you could deal with that. Now, this is where I draw the line. Maggot cheese. Uh, those are two words that should not be put together. Right. I think I told this story on the show, but I'll say it again because it's been a while and you probably haven't heard it. So I'm, I'm mortified by eggs now because back in the day, uh, well, not back in the day, she still does, but my, my mother-in-law, she gives us uh, eggs from the farm because she has a neighbor that lives by the farm and she always get eggs, right? So we get like fresh eggs. But again, they're fresh eggs, so they don't last as long as regular eggs you buy at the supermarket, right? So we decided to leave the eggs in the garage because it was wintertime and, you know, free free refrigeration because it gets cold here in Canada, obviously. Yeah. So it was good. Mind you, we forgot about them. So come spring, summer. Now it's the end of summer. So almost like a full three seasons later, I discovered them in the garage. Well, no, I didn't discover them. My late friend Fosto discovered them. And he's like, bro, what the fuck is that moving there in your garage? I'm like, what do you mean moving? He's like, there's something in that bag there. Look, it's just like hopping around, like very fast. Like, I, like, I guess if there's an earthquake, to all my California listeners, shut out. When these guys have earthquakes, you know how you see the ripple effect in water and the, sh- the table just shakes a bit? Sort of like that. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, bro, it's probably a mouse or something. He's like, nah, bro, it would be going crazy if it was in there. I was like, okay, let's go check it out. We go. He opens the bag. He opens it up. He goes running. He's like, bro, I can't. I'm like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, is there anything in there alive or dead? He's like, no, bro, just go look. Fucking asshole made me go look. I go look. All the maggots, I mean all the maggots, all the eggs were like cracked and the maggots were seeping out of the fucking eggs. That's how many maggots were in those eggs. Enough to fucking make the whole tray move. Fucking hell. Ever since then, I could not look at an egg. I can't have hard-boiled eggs, uh, nothing. It has to be, I can't see it and it needs to be prepped out of my sight just because of that fucking day. So yeah, I'm on your board, on your train with the maggot fucking thing. Fuck that shit. What else is here? Let me see any other disgusting things. Uh, Okay, let's go back to the beginning because I know there was a few there. Oh, there's 80 different types of foods. How about that? To tie it all together. See, that's my problem with restaurants when they when they have too many things on the menu. See, and that's what I was talking about. Yeah, you got to stick to one. Stick to your maggot brain, or you know, fermented shark. There's another one. Bull testicles. You said you've had that, so that's not a big deal. But yeah, there's all sort of these fucking disgusting things. I don't know, man. I'll pass. Yeah, it's not really something that because a lot of the gross stuff I've had has been like for free and stuff. Like Mm. I wouldn't imagine going out my way to like pay for this sit down meal to eat gross shit when I could go. I'm a state round the corner. What the fuck? Shark? No, bull penis. Yummy. <laughs> I think I'll pass on the bull penis. Yeah, I don't know. Like, sometimes the Swedes do stuff so, like, advanced and ahead of their times, and then they just do go and do something stupid like this. Gotta love them. All right. You're a perfect guinea pig. I want to introduce, because I, I don't know how this is going to actually pan out, but... Obviously, the listeners know I do the Dumb Laws game every episode. And don't worry, you get to play the Dumb Law game today, Max. So you, you'll you see how it's like. But I want to introduce yeah. something else, because eventually I'm going to run out of Dumb Laws in the world. Mind you, you never know, but still. Eventually I will. <clears throat> but I've always wondered, like, what terminology, like, what year... Okay, for example, like, the Webster fucking dictionary put out... 
what year certain words came out and certain sayings came out and it's like did they really come out that year so in a nutshell i'm going to tell you a word and then i'm going to give you three options of the year and you let me know what year it was i guess the word was invented in bring it on all right okay let's go i'm not prepared for this because like i said my fucking guest stiffed me this week so bear with me it's fine. It's um, fine. We can edit. Let me. No, I don't edit, my friend. I do not edit. <laughs> I mean, I, it takes too much effort. I let all the listeners fucking go through the same ordeal that I have to go through. Fuck them. They get the that shit for free. Really, so, like, I do edit a little bit. Like, I don't really cut anything out. Right. But, like, I do put some kind of production into it. And we had this, like, iTunes review where it's like, yeah, they've got this really, like, unedited feel. It's really nice. It's the kind of natural, and they just don't edit it. It's like, motherfucker, I spent hours editing. How dare you? Yeah, I only put, um, what's it called? My intro music and my outro music. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, smart plans. I think that's what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of weeks. All right. So, let's pick a nice, interesting word here. While my internet takes a while to load up here. Because, of course, this is live. And nothing is popping up. So, this is a big bust, isn't it? Okay, fuck this. I'm picking a word at random, and hopefully I know. Okay, how about this? What year do you think the word twerking was invented in? Ooh. 2010. Okay. So 2010. 2005 or 2001. Now, is it a new term, or was it something that was like ingrained in a community and then white people took it and ruined it i know right? that's where that's where my head's at so like i'm leaning towards 2005 like it was around but popularity hit in 2010 i'm going 2010 twerking has been around since the ripe age of 2001 really yeah i know twerking is 17 years old (laughs) that is disturbing so maybe it's like how you said it it was something from the past or they just you know what i mean it's normally what happens like it will be a cultural thing and then white people will ruin it like we do so well so well it's so true white people do ruin everything don't they they do do. okay on to the next word or phrase let me see if i could get a phrase here oh here's one perfect speaking of fetishes the phrase or the word or terminology of date rape drug now, was this word invented or came out in the year 1985, 1990, or 1995? When did the Sublime song come out? Ooh. That was like, I think that was, oh, that must have been like late 80s. I like the way you think, my friend. So, I'm going 85. I'm going 85 on that one. Too early this time. It was 95. What? That's it. That's when Bill Cosby probably started it all. It was in 95, man. (laughs) (laughs) I got got to look at when Date Rape the Song came out. Not Date Rape Helpline. Date Rape Sublime. Should I really type in Date Rape? Yeah, 1992. So they were ahead of it becoming... Well, I'm sure it was like a common term. I would I think so. This is when it got made an official term. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. 
All right. Not doing well at this, Steve. Not doing well. Last one. Let's see if you could redeem yourself here. This is an acronym. So what we call nowadays GIF. So capital G, capital I, capital F. When was this terminology invented in? Okay. I think I got this. Okay. Was it invented in 2005? Was it invented in 1993? Or was it invented in 1987? I'm going... There's no logic to this, but I feel like the term GIF has been around for a while. Or GIF, depending if you're an asshole or not. Exactly. But GIF, I'm going 1993. You lose, my friend. It was 1987. I was so close. So close to picking 87. 87? I couldn't believe that. I was like, what the fuck? That's messed up. Damn it. This is a hard game, actually, if you think about it. It's a hard game. There's no context to it. It's just... That's the thing. It's all luck. You know what? And Sometimes you have luck. Sometimes you don't. And I guess you don't have luck. But you could redeem yourself. Because... Okay. Every week, like I said, my guests get to play the Dama game. And my guest this week was dumb not to come on, so he doesn't get to play. So you are his substitute, so to speak. This is all me. This is all me. This is all you. So as usual, I let my guests pick which category. There's three categories, obviously. There's North America. No, sorry. There's Canadian, American, and World. What do you want to start out with first? Um... I, I do know a fair few dumb Canadian laws, so I'm oh. going to go Canadian. You're going to go Canadian. All right. So, you tell me which one is the actual real dumb law that's enforced here in Canada. <clears throat> in Petrolia, Ontario, it is illegal to whistle in public between the times of 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. Okay. In Bathurst, New Brunswick... It is illegal to feed a newborn child hot peppers. Okay. (laughs) In Laval, Quebec, it is illegal to film yourself or others having group sex. Fucking hell, man. (laughs) Quebec. Mm. Nah, they seem like they'd be into that. (laughs) Well, it's different Manitoba. Uh, you mean New Brunswick? New Brunswick. It is Brunswick. illegal to feed a newborn child hot peppers. It seems like that should be a precedent for that precedent for them up there. And whistling was the other one in Ontario, right? Oh fuck, that's hard, man. Because I can see all of them being enforced. Um, what what were the hours for the whistling again? 11, from the hours of 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's your normal kind of noise complaint. It's time. I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck between the baby chili, baby bat ribs, or, uh, or the whistling. I'm going to go I'm gonna go whistling. You're going to go with whistling? I'm going to go whistling. I can't whistle between 11 and 7. You are correct, my friend. Yes. You got one. All right. Whew. The pressure's off now. At least you're not a total idiot. Exactly. Now, what do you want next, then? You want to go with... Canadian laws. You want to go with world, or you want to go with American? Let's go... Let's go world. Good old world laws. These are usually the toughest ones, so you're getting this one out of the way now. Okay. 
In Cyprus, it is illegal to have any type of clothing on while having sex with a partner. Mm -hmm. In the UK, it is illegal to shoot a Scotsman with a bow and arrow on Sundays. In Peru, it is illegal to eat a sandwich while walking in public with more than two people. This is hard because the thing with them laws, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, it must be this." It's like no, because yep. there's so many stupid laws that Thank are like you. old bylaws are not enforced anymore. Mm-hmm. There's so many ridiculous ones in England, um, Cyprus. They're very hairy people, so the clothes thing could be realistic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love the way how you sorry, break people. it down. Yeah, sorry, people in Cyprus. There. Yeah, did you like how I kind of worked this out? I go through a process. <laughs> Love it. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Scotsman rule. I feel like that might be an older one that hasn't been updated. You motherfucker. You got it again. Yes. I found my niche. Wow. Well, like I've said, most guests do not get these right. So as a, uh, I guess as a consolation prize, I tell them, you must not be dumb because you can't associate with them laws. So I don't know what that says about you, Max. (laughs) These are the laws I follow. These are the ones I relate to. All right. We'll just do this for fun because you already beat the game. So you are... A winner of the Dumb Laws game, and you will receive your prize in the mail, which is a drawing of my middle finger telling you to fuck off. I'm getting a collection of that. <laughs> All right. So, in the United States of America, let's see if you know these. In Los Angeles, California, it is illegal to shoot any kind of animal from a moving vehicle unless it is a whale. <laughs> okay. In Tupelo, Mississippi, it is illegal to go door-to-door for candy on Halloween. Okay. In Reno, Nevada, it is illegal to put one's toe into a vagina during foreplay. <laughs> Nevada? I don't know. They're up for anything. Um, fuck, okay. The only animal you can shoot is... Uh is a whale correct while you're moving okay from a moving vehicle you can't put your toe <laughs> in it only during foreplay so like wh- where do they draw the line of foreplay <sighs> I fetishes to each his own I don't know I don't understand I don't understand putting other than my finger my tongue or my dick inside a vagina so <laughs> beats me it's a little too specific for me, and I don't think there's going to be anything against trick or treat. I'm going with the whale in LA. You got a motherfucking perfect score, my friend. Yes! Holy has shit! That ever, has that ever been done before? Uh, I guess the listeners will let me know, but I'm almost positive it hasn't. If it has, it's only been once. Oh, yeah. So you're Cream of the crop. Elite company, my friend. Elite, Or, like I said, is it really elite? Speaking of mental illnesses. <laughs> I know when I can shoot people, Scotsman, whales. I just know, know the basics. Well, I had to put that Scotsman in there because I'll let this out. The guest was Scotsman. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, go shoot them unless it's not on a Sunday. Yeah, like, hey, bro, it's not Sunday. You can't arrest me. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so find them, hunt them down for me, please, peeps. <laughs> All right, Max, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like I said, this was last minute. Hopefully the listeners enjoyed this impromptu episode of the podcast 
I feel like we were very informative. We were very knowledgeable today. See, I try to bring knowledge for as much douchebaggery and idiosity, if those are even words, but I, I'll say them anyways, that we put onto this show. There has to be something where you take away, hey, I didn't know that before I listened to the podcast. And that's all I'm here for. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. So where can people find you? Plug anything, anything you want, any upcoming anythings, whatever. Well, of course, yeah, we're the uh, the Got Till Five Wrestling Podcast, uh, where we do top fives on various subjects relating to wrestling. We also have interviews as well. We just did an interview with a, a very good wrestler named Spike Trevay, and we've got a, depending on my surgery, Steve might be doing that episode, uh, but we've got a guest coming up who has a promotion in the UK called Wrestling Resurgence. So uh, that's coming out next week. We have no podcast this week due to my injury, obviously. I can't edit. Uh, so just go check out all the episodes. We're on Spotify, iTunes, wherever good podcasts are found. And if you just search Got Till 5 or go on gottill5.com, you will find us everywhere. I am going to edit something after all. I have to bleep out Spotify. And now i got to do it again. <laughs> Don't be better. <laughs> well, as for me, the podcast app at gmail.com. Remember, if you want to be a fetish intern, it's going to require a lot of research into the dark web of sex, I guess, or the corner of the dark sex web, whatever you want to I fucking call it. I really do. <laughs> we'll see. You never know. You never know. <laughs> the podcast app at gmail.com, or you could follow the podcast at the podcast app. And then if I follow you back, we could DM and then exchange pleasantries on there. Or you could follow me personally on Instagram or Twitter. It is finger styles. You won't know what I look like. Cause I don't post pictures of myself and we'll keep it at that. What else is there? Instagram. I said, I said, Twitter, I said, email. It's been a long day. iTunes, Stitcher, tune in SoundCloud. There it is. Podbros.com. Click on the Amazon banner, help them out, help me out. I am a part of their network. Go to wehavemerch.com. Buy some nice stuff for yourself. For me, like I said, Christmas is coming. You want to have some nice, um, I guess, hot chocolate in a mug. So you could buy the podcast mug. You could buy all kinds of sort of other stuff as well. And obviously, go to poppyapparel.com. Like I said, Christmas around the corner. Buy women in your life something nice. Or if you have a fetish, like we just said, and you want to dress up like a woman and stick toes up people's asses, then do that too. Hey, so be it. I could help you out. With a promo code, the podcast with a capital D, you will get 10% off. Pop Apparel must love the way I try and promote their shit on here. Right. <laughs> well, I get sales, man. They're happy. <laughs> exactly. They're still my sponsor, so you know what? I must be doing something right. <laughs> and I guess that's it. If I've forgotten anything, listen to the beginning because I did it all pretty much on the nose there. So rewind, go listen to everything there. Anything else to add, Max? You psyched for Survivor Series then? Have you on in about three weeks or so? Yep, I'm psyched because um, I'm couch band. I'm watching a lot of wrestling at the moment. Uh, people who do have the network network do watch wrestling. Check out NXT UK. You know, support our, our local boys because this is a brand we're very proud of over here in the UK, and there's some good, good, solid wrestling on there. I have enjoyed it, my friend. But mostly, what I enjoy is the raucous crowds and their crazy ass chants, and trying to figure out what the fuck they're actually chanting. That, that's that's my joy in it now. <laughs> Right, it's, it's just good fun. It it's is, and, and so. that's and again, everyone in the crowd, like, and this is what I'm talking about. There's there's smart marks, there's marks, there's stupid marks, but the Brits, you guys in the UK, know how, like, wink, wink, be a part of the show and not ruin it at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we're like, everyone's clued about what's going on, but you still want to have fun and get involved. You look at Scott Gibson, the amount he gets booed is just comical at this point. That was crazy. And shout out to all my 
He's from Liverpool, right? If I'm not mistaken. He is. There you he go. Is. Shout out to all my Liverpool listeners because that's actually my biggest market in the UK. So shout out to all you Scousers out there. On that note, <laughs> he's Max. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Fuck you, you kilt-wearing Scottishman. Peace. <laughs>